Hi guys, and welcome back to Not Your Normal. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan. And I'm Maddie. This week, we decided to do a Q&A. That way you guys could get to know us. Um, it's probably something we'll do in the future as well with if you guys ever send us questions, but we thought it would be fun to kick this week off with just getting to know everyone better. Yeah, and before we get started, I think we should just get into our music of the week. If you want to go first, Jordan. Yes, so my songs of the week this week are going to be Follow with Jeremiah Zoo and the Dylan Francis remix. The next one is going to be Selfish by Lay Youth. And my last one is going to be Sweet by Grizz. And the last one just gives me such immaculate vibes. I love it. It's so fun to just dance around and groove too. So I 10 out of 10 recommend everyone go listen. (laughs) Do you remember my, in the middle of like the pandemic, like quarantine when I texted you and I was like, bro, (laughs) Grizz. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. When you were like obsessed with him for a hot second. Oh yeah. So for my three, I'm going to do Automatic by Zoo, Um, The One by Zoo as well is a really good one, and then Love Tonight, the edit version by Shouse. Um, I decided to just go with the two Zoo ones because, fun fact, I'm his top 0.01% biggest fan on Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then also Love Tonight, the edit, everyone loves it. So I decided to go with that one. Um, and yeah, Jordan, if you want to get into some of the questions, I send some questions in and we also picked a few that we just wanted to ask each other. So my first question is going to be, what kind of music did you listen to growing up? Um, so for me, I've always been like an, like I've always listened to EDM. It was kind of one of those things where it was like the old Skrillex songs, like kill everybody. If you know that song, shout out to you, but um those and like you know like the cravey one it was kind of like those um I also grew up on like 80s too so those are probably like my favorites which I still listen to what about you uh I I've always been kind of into everything so I'd say a lot of hip-hop pop EDM I love to sing so any like Maroon 5 John Legend yeah I'm I'm the person who literally listens to everything so I I literally listen to everything except for country (laughs) same we do not support country (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) not in this house (laughs) um so my first question it would be um what would your like what is your absolute dream I feel like we have the same answer sorry what is your absolute dream favorite festival like that you want to go to my dream festival is Tomorrowland. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, one day. Yeah, just it's I feel like the mecca of festivals like international. I feel like EDC is kind of that here, but we need to start going international. So I've always been like a fan of Tomorrowland because like when I was a kid, Vice put out a video about this girl and her boyfriend going to Tomorrowland for the first time. And like, it was just really interesting. Um, it wasn't until Emma Capotis's, um episode of her rave culture cast when she interviewed that guy who's friends with the Lunchbox fam. Um, the video of them, like just explaining their entire experience at Tomorrowland, like 10 out of 10. I recommend go listening to that podcast. It was, it gave me like chills the entire time. <laughs> love that yeah same it was just so I don't know everything that he described in it was everything that I've heard and I have so many friends who have been and have just said absolutely wonderful things about their experience so that's definitely something I hope to be checking out very soon (laughs) all right my next question is if you could pick any artists in the world to work with who would it be who do you think I'm going to say? I think you're going to say Zoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would be Zoo or Chris Lake. Solid, solid. Yeah, I think, think Chris Lake's definitely up there. I think I would pick 
Cascade or totally out of the blue, but Ellie Golding, I saw her once in concert and she plays like 12 different instruments and has such an amazing voice um, that I think that could be like a really cool collab if I ever got the chance to work with her. I think it'd be awesome. I agree. Um, I would, I've never thought about that, but she has like the perfect voice for anything. Like even if you wanted to do like some sort of EDM type of music with her, like it'd be amazing. Right. For sure. We have like a remix, we have an acoustic, we have all the flavors. <laughs> Next question. You're going to have to think about this one. Oh God. Your, I'm going to say like top five. What would your dream lineup be? Like the top five people you want to play at your show? Oh my god, this is hard. All right, I'm gonna go with shit. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Cascade because he's always my number one man. I would say I'm gonna say anti up. That way we get both of the courses. Oh yeah. Um, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm going to say Carl Cox. Oh my God, sister, you're killing it with this. He reminds me of my dad and I think they would be best friends <laughs> if they ever met. So I would love to see him. All right, that's three. Um, I'm going to say ooh, Nora and Pure. And okay. my last one I think is going to be Lane 8 because we still didn't get to see him because of corona right before and I've been dying to see him for so long so those are my top five that way I have like a little bit of every genre yeah I'm definitely gonna do the same um who was that guy that we saw that tiktok tiktok of um performing a set in the bathroom in Europe um he's an OG bro I don't know why I can't think of his name right now I'm gonna get canceled for this MK maybe no the guy with him the guy with him though you know what i'm talking about i i literally can't think of it um one time for the girl in the back with the bat oh uh, um idris alba yes okay 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 top five ready <laughs> yes chris lake zoo obviously <laughs> monkey those are my three favorite artists in the entire world so it'd be those three um idris elba for sure that's four I gotta be good with the last one. What do I say? <laughs> it's your My lineup. Man, Claude, Claude Von Stroke, you know? Oh. So all house, but one Dirt Monkey set, maybe two, and that's my dream lineup. <laughs> maybe two. Uh, honorable mentions, that's dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was just gonna say that. Because <laughs> the boys do just everything so well, and I love house, I love dubstep. You'd be okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Next question. If you had to choose one movie or series to watch for the rest of your life, what would it be? You're going to have to think about this one. I don't have to think about this one, dude. This oh, is you know just... it? What is it? Oh, yeah, Jordan, you know it. What? <laughs> <laughs> How I Met Your Mother is my top favorite show on the entire earth. Oh, true. That is such, like, our feel-good show that we watch after the rave oh, yeah. hits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what about you? Um, I think I would re-watch. I don't know. I'm really watching. I'm re-watching Shit's Creek right now. So I'm going to say that just because it'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. They discuss a lot of important topics. So, yeah, we're going to go with Shit's Creek for right now. We'll see. <laughs> well, I've never seen that show, actually. What? The sixth <laughs> season just came out. Everyone should go watch it. I love it. Uh, your favorite festival that you've been to since? I feel like I, we know each other so well. I know all of your answers. <laughs> okay, let's see. What, what is my favorite? Life is Beautiful. Yes. Yeah, especially yeah. since you got to take your sister. Yeah, that was like my big like first out of state show and it was really special because I got to take my little sister to like her first music festival and Life is Beautiful has just every type of genre so it really 
pulls on all of my like hip hop and EDM and like some indie. So yeah. Shout out Paige. Please Please be my friend Paige. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And yours is, you're going to say, you'd say Phoenix Lights or Gold Rush. Yes. (laughs) Those are the two. Ooh, ooh, real quick. This isn't, this isn't a question we talked about. What's your least favorite show that we've been to? Hard Summer. (laughs) (laughs) Same. And Decadence is a close second, but yeah. Nothing defeats that feeling. Remember when we were walking in, bro? Like we hadn't even gotten to the festival and we had to keep stopping because we were literally about to pass out. It was so hot. We (sighs) both were breaking in our platforms that weekend and there was just uneven ground we started raving in like 104 degree weather. I'm almost passed out from heat exhaustion. We missed some of our favorite artists. Yeah, not a great weekend. <laughs> but shout out to us because we wore our platforms both nights. Yes, we did. And I lost both of my big toenails because of it. Yep. <laughs> Fourth it. Yep. But we killed it. So awesome. All right. My next question is, do you have any pre-show rituals or superstitions? I feel like you should go first with this one because you're the superstitious (laughs) friend. I do. I do have superstitions. So I never listen to any sets of the artists I'm going to see that day. I think that jinxes it. And yeah, it just throws off the vibes. And then I'd say... I don't know. I always just try and I have like one song. If there's like one song by a specific artist that I know I'm really excited to see, I kind of just blare that song all week until then. (laughs) Yeah. What else? Is there anything else? I mean, we always at least chug a cloth. There's even one time where we had one cloth. This is actually a hard summer. We were with a group of people. We hid that cloth and we shared it when no one was around. (laughs) Yeah, what a time. We just shotgunned in the hotel room while we were getting ready. And no one had any idea. Yeah. Oh, and then <laughs> I'd say, well, this is not like before or after, but me and Maddie always cuddle in the car after a show. <laughs> always. We sit in the front and we cuddle. It's like how it just, and then we vibe out and blare house music and we try and find songs that we heard that day. Yes. Oh my gosh. That feeling, Jordan, you just like brought up memories. I don't even like, (laughs) it's literally the most best feeling when you just are leaving a, like a show and it was just good. You know, like even if there's only three of us at a show, Jordan and I will sit in the front together and we will cuddle and we will listen to music that we listen to all night. We don't care. Yeah. We just keep the party going. (laughs) What is your, who is your biggest inspiration in life? Biggest ever. My biggest inspiration in life is my mom. She uh, was an amazing woman, had the biggest heart, and just was always so selfless. And that is something I've always tried to represent and portray and just make her proud because I know that she would want me to act that way and she would want me to be positive and be kind and When there's so much darkness in the world, all you can really do is try and be positive and lift other people up. Um, So I think that's just always what I've strived to do. My biggest inspiration would definitely be Christy Day Beauty. (laughs) (laughs) So Christy Day Beauty, um, she found me off Instagram um when I was doing my hair on my own and was like girl that's hideous come in and like she lives an hour away from me so I mean I was like yeah of course I'll come in and then like three days later I was like I'm not gonna go in and then I went in um and I kid you not like I can't get that deep you know she's not that kind of girl she's gonna hate me if I get too deep <laughs> but, uh, um I am not one to ever be inspired by anything. I have no motivation to do anything in life, if we're being honest. Um, I don't get out of bed until I have to go to work. It's one of those things, right? (laughs) 
when I'm around Christy, um, I feel so inspired to just like change my life. Not only that, but she has inspired me to like find the career and the life that I want to have. Um, she inspires me to go to school, which is not something that I do. Um, and yeah, so she is definitely my biggest inspiration in on this entire planet. <laughs> I'm like crying a little bit. <laughs> yeah all the colored hairs thanks to her we love it yeah shout out to you christy (laughs) all right the next question is what's something you recently forgiven yourself for doing oh yes we're getting into the instagram ones yeah i don't know jordan i don't know (laughs) so 2020 has been a year um and I've really had like I've really battled with like my personality not that I don't enjoy my personality but I feel like it's one of those where you have to be around a certain person for them to enjoy it too um and I've learned that a lot at my I have a new job so with that I talk to a lot of people all day um I have a lot of coworkers that I talk to all day and I am find myself constantly forgiving myself for being upset that I even like care what people think. Like, let's say someone asks how my day is going and I go and tell them about it and they don't listen to me. They don't look at me when I talk. It's one of those where I'm like, okay, so why do you even like talk, you know? So I found myself really like forgiving myself for just like even being upset at myself for having the personality that I do because it's like, I'm fine just the way I am. Um, but with that being said, I feel like it's, it's more of like a learning experience and I'm glad that it's happening because I am gaining more confidence in myself that I didn't know I could do. Um, so yeah, that's going to be my answer. I'm excited to hear yours. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think, I just say I can get very stressed out when things don't go my way and just losing sight of not being able to control situations. So my biggest thing that I've forgiven myself or I've really tried to work on is controlling what I can control because I can control my attitude and my effort and my outlook on life, but I'm not able to control how people treat me or people's opinions of me. And that is so hard to kind of swallow and deal with at times. So I just have to remember that there's only so much in this world anyone can actually control. And for me, what I can control is what's going to make me happy, what's going to make me be successful, what's going to get me out of bed in the morning. So just having that kind of outlook on life and forgiving myself when I do get upset that things aren't going my way, but just taking a step back and realizing that there are so many bigger things going on in the world that I can't always sweat the small stuffs and the things that I can't control. That was a good answer. (laughs) Thank you. That was a really good answer. Okay. We're going to stay on the deep train real quick. Um, Are you happy with your life right now, Jordan? I'm going to say yes. Also, no. I... I'm very happy where I am in life, but I think I can always work on myself and improve myself and be happier. But with all that saying, with everything that has gone on through this whole year, I am extremely happy with who I have become and the growth that I have endured from the shit storm that is 2020. My answer is going to be a straight up no. I am not happy with life at all right now, but in a good way. So like as I was saying before, I dropped out of college this year. Um, I don't talk to people that I used to talk to before that were really like involved people in my life. Um, I'm finding myself and you know, like it's just, it's hard, but it's also one of those things where it's like I'm growing 
Um, I am looking to go to college right now. I'm looking to start my career that I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, weaving out the bad people, putting in the good people. Um, I mean, like I have a new dog and I have a new apartment and I have like an amazing boyfriend, which are really great. But if we're talking about myself, I am not happy with my life in a good way though. If that makes sense, Jordan, did that make sense? <laughs> like yes, I am only not happy because I feel like I need to improve in all aspects of life, but in a good way. Like I'm excited to improve and I'm excited to be happy with life. Yeah, that was a good answer. Okay. I'm glad that <laughs> makes sense. At least to me it did. <laughs> yeah, true. Jordan does have to deal with me and I don't speak English, so <laughs> Hopefully that made sense. <laughs> That's all we can hope for. All right. Next question. What's rave culture to you? And do you feel everyone in the community follows Plur? <clears throat> no. Um, sorry, sorry. Let me answer the first question. Rave culture to me is peace, love, unity, respect, obviously. Um, also, just kind of like not even only that, but rave culture is like you buy a water bottle at a show you're gonna pick it up and you're gonna throw it out you're walking out of a show at the end of the night and you see a piece of trash on the floor you're gonna pick it up um you relentless beats for example i saw one of the biggest creators in relentless beats and i gave him a candy and i told him thank you for everything that you do like you've made my life amazing it's one of those things um do i feel everyone in the community follows plur absolutely not but majority of the community does follow Plur. Do you agree? What are your thoughts? So uh, to answer the first question, rave culture to me is just being comfortable and confident in yourself, but also having so many people who are like-minded, who are creative, who put themselves out there 110%. And everyone in the community is going to accept them no matter what. And no, I don't think everyone in this community follows Plur. <laughs> I think it's really unfortunate that some people will use Plur as, I'd say, like a defense. Like they think it's yeah. okay to vote for Trump or <laughs> I agree. be homophobic or transphobic. And that's or even the... I'm not going to say guys. I'm going to say people. Um, the people that will judge people, especially women at shows who will wear what they want to wear. Yeah. Like I've, I've seen it and I've heard it. Consent out of show. Like yes, that is yes. so not okay. And the whole point of plur is to vibe out and to love and to respect everyone around you. And I was literally reading on Twitter today of a DJ who was assaulted at her own show and that's not something that should happen to anyone. So for people to use plur as a defense mechanism and to use that as like, oh, it's okay, yada, 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 because everyone follows it, I think is a major cop-out. And I wish those people would not be in the community. <laughs> I agree. Um, another thing too is, um, well, like I said before, I've literally heard it hint like, like on my own um a guy saying that a girl was too chunky to wear what she was wearing and it's like don't ever 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 go to a show if you're gonna judge someone for the way that they dance the way that they act what they wear like it is not your place everyone is there to have a good time find themselves and like jordan said you cannot vote for trump if you're plural <laughs> <laughs> right i think f festivals are such an escape that people look, spend months and time planning and looking forward to. And for someone to be disrespectful at someone's happy place and the place where they're blowing off their steam, you never know what someone is going through behind closed doors or what they went through previously. And for you to ruin their time at a show is completely unacceptable. I agree. I agree. My blood's boiling a little bit now. So let's get into the next question. <laughs> um, what have you learned about yourself since high school? 
right? Well, I've been out of high school for a while now, but I'd say the biggest thing that I learned about myself since high school is the people you want to stay in touch with will stay in touch with. And besides that, no one cares. No one cares what you did in high school. Everyone is going to grow up and be on their own path. And whatever you did then is not going to matter. Like I will always cherish and love so many of my high school friends, but I've also grown so much from who I was back then. And I also, you can, like my dad's even said it, I care a lot less about what people think of me now than how I was in high school. So I think just being self-accepting and being proud of myself and growing into the person I am. Um, yeah, if that made sense. <laughs> no, that made sense. Um, for me, also, shout out to Anesu for asking us this question. I actually went to high school with her, and she spent a very large chunk of my high school career with me, and she's amazing, and she's doing great right now, as I can see. But for me, I think I was the exact opposite. I didn't care enough. Um, I didn't really think of the repercussions that life has. So for me, um, it was one of those, I didn't really care enough to do anything. Um, since high school, that has definitely changed. Like I understand, like I need to go to work every day and, um, I need to get up and brush my teeth and take care of myself and feed myself every like three times a day. It's one of those things because when, when I was in high school, I didn't really care. Like I just wanted to be done with everything and <laughs> go home and sleep. So I've grown a lot since high school. Good. Good. All right. Next question. Where do you get most of your rave outfits? <laughs> also shout out to Nick for asking us all the rest of these questions. He killed it. <laughs> um, to answer this for both of us, we buy from all sorts of small businesses. <laughs> like that's, I don't know how else to put it. We, I mean like disco lemonade, <laughs> rave after rave, um, everything. Rave with me henty. Yeah. Shout out to them. I just got a new bikini in the mail from Bella today. But yeah, I would say most of my festival outfits come from Rave With Me Hente, um, Freedom Rave, where I buy a lot from, and also Amazon. I yep. will 100% find accessories and just little things to add on to my outfits, as well as I would say a lot of my accessories come from either Nomad Candy or Butterfly Babes. Another place too, if you're balling on a budget, go to Fashion Nova. Hopefully they never get canceled, but I'm kid you not I have bought so many outfits that I've worn to raves from Fashion Nova and I have gotten so many compliments so like if you're balling on a budget look at Fashion Nova yeah smart I bought a few things from there I think they're having a big sale today I was looking at Halloween stuff <laughs> <laughs> um oh I wish you didn't tell me that <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh the next question Nick asked us how many shows did you go to before you felt like an OG raver? And when he says this, I think he means like how many shows did you go to before you felt comfortable enough to like understand all of the culture? Um, and yeah. Oh, I think it's kind of hard because I, I still don't know everything there is to know about EDM and the culture and things are constantly changing, even with like subgenres. like you, people will yell at you about that. But <laughs> I would say... Um, after my first year of when I was going to shows, I was promote making social media posts constantly all day, every day. I was probably going to like two or three shows every month. Um, yeah. so I would just say after I'd say about like six months of when I really was into the music and I was constantly listening to it. Um, I guess I would consider myself an OG or more experienced just because I had done the damn thing a few dozen times. For me, I don't really remember, but it was like I had been to shows, like little local shows with like 
not that many people. It was after my, I remember being at my first festival ever. It was Gold Rush 2017. I was just like, whoa. I had no idea what was going on. Um, After that, I definitely felt much more comfortable, much more um, understanding with that culture. And yeah, it was definitely after my first like actual festival. Okay, is it my turn? (laughs) Yes. This isn't a question that's on in our list at all, but I really want to know, Jordan, what is your dream job? Oh, my dream job. I've always, well, when I was little, I wanted to be a singer and I've always loved music and had such a passion for it. And recently being into festivals and music, I think it would one be really cool to either plan a festival and get to like do all of the logistics that goes into like picking a theme or picking like all of that stuff and all of the behind the scenes that goes into it as well as like the lineup and all that stuff. Um, Or I would say working for the Lunchbox fam. So our festival backpack fam that we all love. Um, Lunchbox, if you're watching this, please hire us. We'll be your best employees on the entire (laughs) week. Please, Lunchbox. fuck. (laughs) Tommy, Casey. Zimmy, <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> okay, no, but like I know Casey's listening, Casey. <laughs> Actually, um, we plan on interviewing Casey really soon, so that's going to be a really fun in- um, episode. So for me, the same. Um, shout out to Thomas Turner. We live in Arizona. Relentless Beats is the biggest um, rave uh like company out here. Thomas Turner is one of the most like coolest guys I've ever seen in my whole life. He's the founder of Relentless Beats and he kills it every show. Um, and if there's ever even like a little bit of an issue, he will fix it right away. So shout out to Thomas Turner. Um, my dream job would be either to be him, like Jordan said, <laughs> work for Launchbox fam, Launchbox fam, hire us. Um, or obviously to do hair. Yeah. That's my most realistic dream right now. I feel that. Well, you're on the right path for it. (laughs) Thanks. But yeah, lunch box (laughs) All right. How many shows did you go to before COVID? Okay. Nick also asked this one too. And it's like, I don't really know what he meant by this. Probably like 47. I don't know. Does he mean like in 2020? Let's answer in, let's do in 2020. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it was two. <laughs> Decadence and Gorgon City with Vanessa. Gorgon City. It was Our so last good. show, Rip. Okay. Um, what show would you recommend for a new raver? Ooh, I would say for a new raver, definitely check out anything local and small to like your hometown depending on where you are, definitely do your research. I think it can be kind of overwhelming to just go full on into like something like EDC. But for the Arizona rave scene, I would definitely say Gold Rush would be my must-see. Jordan, what's your opinion on like, let's say Chris Lake came to your old college. Would you recommend something like that? I'm personally not a college kid. So like, like, what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on like, EDM shows in quotes like at your university would you recommend those okay well those are way different like frat parties will have DJs come and perform like I saw Elenium I saw two friends all at frat parties and for someone who genuinely loves EDM probably not the best scene to go around it's a lot of brads and chads and jerseys (laughs) and frat boys um but to each their own I had a lot of fun in college but if you want to go to like genuinely a real show I would say check out like a smaller venue or go to like a smaller festival okay um good to know I agree I mean I don't really agree actually I've never been to like any of those kinds of like university things but um that was really interesting to hear your opinion on (laughs) All right, next question. What is your favorite genre of EDM? Um, house and techno, baby. You already know. 
<laughs> um, actually, if Night Base was a genre, it would be my favorite. Actually, it kind of is a genre, if we're being honest. It's a type of house, but it's like grimy, vibey, um, mesmerizing house and techno, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say house and I do love techno but I also really love dubstep when I need to just be aggressive it's great to work out in if I have a shitty day at work I put on Sullivan King's Ausland set sometimes or Zed's dead and it just makes me feel better wow Sullivan King yeah I told you I I listened to his Ausland's 2019 set and it just got so much aggression in me and it made me feel so much better. Yeah. So fun, fun fact. When Jordan and I met, we were full on bass heads. Fuck house music. Fuck night bass. Bass, baby. Break our necks on the rail, right? And then we got really in the house and then we were like, okay, dubs up so cool, but we're not really into it right now. We just want to go to the house. And then like after not being at shows for so long, like, we were literally texting each other all the time, like, bro, Zed's dead, are you kidding? But, like, me personally, I could never in a million years go to another Sullivan King set again in my life. Uh, <laughs> if I had to go to, like, a dubstep show, it would be Zed Set or Dirt Monkey or those kinds of people. Uh, Boogie T, but, yeah. I don't know. I think it just – I was really into, like – punk and rock and it just gives me my teenage angst vibes that I don't know it's just like my angry teenage self walked in my bedroom that comes out I mean pop off (laughs) okay um next question what's the best advice you could give for a first-time raver um I would hydrate (laughs) that is the best advice you could ever give anyone (laughs) hydrate and eat but honestly the best advice I would give to a first-time raver is just enjoy everything take it all in there is nothing quite like your first show and no matter if you hate it you love it you'll probably fall in love but just take it all in and know that There's so many different experiences and festivals and artists that are out there. So even if you have a horrible time at your first one, there's something out there for everyone. I agree for sure. Um, Yeah, Jordan really killed it with that. Honestly, like I never thought about it, but hydrate and eat food. Hydrate. Like drink water um um, 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 I think it's your turn for the next question I don't have any more oh what's your favorite outfit you've ever worn to a show oh well I'm gonna say my favorite outfit was this year's decadence my red outfit I really loved the. I had like disco vibes and blood tears. Which it was, was a look really, for sure. It was really fun. And I got so many compliments on it. And that was like the first time I had kind of stepped out of my comfort zone with makeup. Um, but besides that, the look I just did this weekend with I Heart Raves is probably my favorite one that I've just done in general, just because again, I stepped outside of my comfort zone. I got really creative with different colors and accessories. So that was really fun to just kind of be in my house and be creative since I haven't done something like that in a while. For me, I think that it's honestly probably going to be my second ever show ever. Like I wore a tiny little tan little like leotard from Forever 21 for, for like my second ever show. Um, I also wore that to Chris Lake. Like, thinking back on all my outfits, I hate them all because I was really just, like, not inspired by rave um, attire. Now, my looks are going to be 10 times better. But, yeah, everything I can think of right now, I'd probably say it would be that outfit that I wore to Gasly and to Chris Lake. 
No, I'm not like sure. I kind of hate them all. <laughs> but we're going to bounce back this year just so everyone knows. Oh, yeah. I've been buying a lot. And I've been really creative. And I just got a new palette in the mail today. So I'm really excited to play with that. Shout out James Charles. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, and yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up our questions for today. Um, this was probably one of my favorite episodes that we filmed yet. I did have a lot of fun. I got to learn more about Jordan somehow that I didn't already know. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on it? I think it was always fun. Like, yes, we are BFFs and we know so much about each other, but there's still, a lot left to learn and I love hearing what people want to know about us or are curious to ask us. I'm a pretty open book. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like we have a podcast now, so obviously I'm a pretty open book if I'm talking to people every week. Um, But yeah, this was so much fun and we'll definitely be doing them again in the future. So if you ever have questions you want to send us, you can always DM them to us email us at the not normal cast at gmail.com and yeah instagram's gonna be the not your normal cast twitter not your normal cast um with a ur um my instagram and everything else is gonna be phaseology my instagram and twitter are both jordy christina with two a's add us <laughs> on <laughs> Apple Podcasts, go subscribe, leave us a comment, a review, tag us on your story. If you're listening, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? No, I'm just very appreciative of everyone who's up and who's been supporting us. Um, This has been like a crazy little journey of ours, but we are super excited and uh, the feedback that we've gotten is a lot better than we were expecting so thank you to everyone who's been listening and we really appreciate it yeah we're so excited for what's more to come and we have plenty in store so as always go be your not normal self and we will see you next thursday bye so for me the same um shout out to thomas turner we live in arizona relentless beats is the biggest um rave uh like company out here thomas turner is one of the most like coolest guys i've ever seen in my whole life he's the founder of relentless beats and he kills it every show um and if there's ever even like a little bit of an issue he will fix it right away so shout out to thomas turner um my dream job would be either to be him like jordan said <laughs> work for lunchbox fam lunchbox fam hire us um or obviously to do hair yeah that's my most realistic dream right now I feel that. Well, you're on the right path for it. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, lunch box <laughs> All right. How many shows did you go to before COVID? Okay. Nick also asked this one too. And it's like, I don't really know what he meant by this. Probably like 47. I don't know. Does he mean like in 2020? Let's answer in, let's do in 2020. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it was two. <laughs> Decadence and Gorgon City with Vanessa. Gorgon City. You're so good. Show rip. Okay. Um, what show would you recommend for a new raver? Ooh, I would say for a new raver, definitely check out anything local and small to like your hometown. Depending on where you are, definitely do your research. I think it can be kind of overwhelming to just go full on into like something like EDC. But for the Arizona rave scene, I would definitely say Gold Rush would be my must-see. Jordan, what's your opinion on like, let's say Chris Lake came to your old college. Would you recommend something like that? I'm personally not a college kid. So like, like, what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on like, EDM shows in quotes like at your university would you recommend those okay well those are way different like frat parties will have DJs come and perform like I saw Elenium I saw two friends all at frat parties and 
for someone who genuinely loves EDM, probably not the best scene to go around. It's a lot of Brad's and Chad's and Jersey's and frat boys. Um, but to each their own. I had a lot of fun in college, but if you want to go to like genuinely a real show, I would say check out like a smaller venue or go to like a smaller festival. Okay. Um, good to know. I agree. I mean, I don't really agree, actually. I, I've never been to, like, any of those kinds of, like, university things, but um, that was really interesting to hear your opinion on. <laughs> All right. Next question. What is your favorite genre of EDM? Um, house and techno, baby. You already know. <laughs> um, actually, if Night Base was a genre, it would be my favorite. <laughs> Actually, it kind of is a genre, if we're being honest. It's a type of house, but it's, like, grimy, vibey, um, mesmerizing house and techno, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say house, and I do love techno, but I also really love dubstep when I need to just be aggressive. It's great to work out in. If I have a shitty day at work, I put on Sullivan King's Lost Land set sometimes, or Zed's dead, and it just makes me feel better. Wow. Sullivan King? Yeah. I told okay. you, I, I listened to his Lost Land's 2019 set, and it just got so much aggression in me, and it made me feel so much better. Yeah. So fun, fun fact, when Jordan and I met, we were full on bass heads. Fuck house music. Fuck night bass bass baby break our necks on the rail right and then we got really in the house and then we were like okay dubs up so cool but we're not really into it right now we just want to go to house and then like after not being at shows for so long like we were literally texting each other all the time like bro zed's dead are you kidding but like me personally i could never in a million years go to another sullivan king set again in my life uh, if I had to go to like a dubstep show, it would be Zed Set or Dirt Monkey or those kinds of people. Uh, Boogie T, but yeah. I don't know. I think it just, I was really into like punk and rock and it just gives me my teenage angst vibes that... I don't know. It's just like my angry teenage self locked in my bedroom that comes out. I mean, pop off. <laughs> okay, um, next question. What's the best advice you could give for a first-time raver? Um, I would hydrate. <laughs> that is the best advice we, you could ever give anyone. <laughs> hydrate and eat. But honestly, the best advice I would give to a first-time raver is just enjoy everything. Take it all in. There is nothing quite like your first show. And no matter if you hate it, you love it, you'll probably fall in love. But just take it all in and know that there's so many different experiences and festivals and artists that are out there. So even if you have a horrible time at your first one, there's something out there for everyone. I agree for sure. Um, yeah, Jordan really killed it with that. Honestly, like I never thought about it, but hydrate and eat food. Hydrate. What's your favorite outfit you've ever worn to a show? Oh, well, I'm going to say my favorite outfit was this year's decadence, my red outfit. I really loved the, I had like disco vibes and blood tears which it was, was a look really, for sure. It was really fun. And I got so many compliments on it. And that was like the first time I had kind of stepped out of my comfort zone with makeup. Um, but besides that, the look I just did this weekend with I Heart Raves is probably my favorite one that I've just done in general, just because again, I stepped outside of my comfort zone. I got really creative with different colors and accessories. So that was really fun to just kind of be in my house and be creative since I haven't done something like that in a while for me 
I think that it's honestly probably going to be my second ever show ever. Like I wore a tiny little tan little like leotard from Forever 21 for, for like my second ever show. Um, I also wore that to Chris Lake. Like thinking back on all my outfits, I hate them all because I was really just like not inspired by rave um, attire. Now my looks are going to be 10 times better, but yeah, Everything I can think of right now, I'd probably say it'd be that outfit that I wore to Gasly and to Chris Lake. No, I'm not sure. I kind of hate them all. <laughs> but we're going to bounce back this year, just so everyone knows. Oh, yeah. I've been buying a lot. And I've been really creative. And I just got a new palette in the mail today, so I'm really excited to play with that. Shout out, James Charles. <laughs> So I think that's going to wrap up our questions for today. Um, this was probably one of my favorite episodes that we filmed yet. I did have a lot of fun. I got to learn more about Jordan somehow that I didn't already know. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on it? I think it was always fun. Like, yes, we are BFFs and we know so much about each other, but there's still a lot left to learn and I love hearing what people want to know about us or are curious to ask us. I'm a pretty open book. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like we have a podcast now, so obviously I'm a pretty open book if I'm talking to people every week. Um, But yeah, this was so much fun and we'll definitely be doing them again in the future. So if you ever have questions you want to send us, you can always DM them to us email us at the not normal cast at gmail.com and yeah instagram is going to be the not your normal cast twitter not your normal cast um with a ur um my instagram and everything else is going to be phaseology my instagram and twitter are both jordy christina with two a's add us <laughs> on <laughs> Apple Podcasts, go subscribe, leave us a comment, a review, tag us on your story. If you're listening, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? No, I'm just very appreciative of everyone who's up and who's been supporting us. Um, this has been like a crazy little journey of ours, but we are super excited and uh, the feedback that we've gotten is a lot better than we were expecting so thank you to everyone who's been listening and we really appreciate it yeah we're so excited for what's more to come and we have plenty in store so as always go be your not normal self and we will see you next thursday bye